Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. We go down to the Regis Brothers RV phone line and we... Head into our ESPN roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Welcome in, nine-year NFL veteran, former Montana Grizzly, and current special teams assistant coach for the Cincinnati Bengals, Colt Anderson, back on the show. Colt, thanks so much for being here. How you doing, man? Hope you're well. Absolutely. It's good to hear you guys' voice again. Well, the same for us, uh, for for you too, and uh, and happy to have you on in in yet a new capacity, another new capacity, and shifting your career. I want to just start there with the obvious stuff of being, you know, a, a coach in the National Football League and assistant special teams coach for the Bengals. First of all, how did that come about? Obviously, playing in the in the league for that long, lots of connections, lots of guys you know. But at some point, you know, you got to say you got to get an opportunity and an offer, and you got that with Zach Taylor and Cincinnati. So how'd that come about? Yeah, you know, so so it, it really came about back in, in high school when I went to the University of Montana, and I, I went to school to be a, a high school teacher and coach, and I was going to coach in uh, high school football. And, uh, you know, I was fortunate to, to play the game in the NFL. And, and as, as I was playing, I was creating some relationships, like you said, and I always thought in the back of my head maybe coaching would be something I'd want to get into when, when I was done playing. And then when I was done playing, um, you know, I wanted to take a year off and really evaluate – you know what I want to do. Um, you know what was what was going to be the next chapter in my life. And and um, this last fall, fall of I, I guess it was 2019. I I, I was fortunate to uh, get to volunteer for the Buhai Bulldogs and, and really just love, fell in love with the game. Um, you know from from the sidelines. I, you know I wasn't on the field, and, and and so it was a way for me to you know light that fire and 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 keep that passion. Um, you know because it, football was was pretty much you know, most of my life really for, you know, 30 some years. And, and, uh, you know, at that, at this time of my life, I'm not ready to, to give it up. And so, you know, coaching, coaching the game is, is a way to, for me to, to keep my foot in the door. Did you have any specific connections uh, to, to Zach Taylor or any, anybody else on the Bengals staff that kind of led you to Cincinnati? Yeah. You know, no, nobody specifically on their staff. I had a couple guys, uh, you know, I played under, uh, that reached out on my behalf and, and, and got me an interview, a phone interview. And, and then, uh, 
And then I, I, they flew me out. We did an interview interview in person. And, and, and then, to be honest, they went dark for t- two weeks, and I didn't hear from them. I'm like, shoot, I, I, didn't, I didn't get the job. And, and then uh, two weeks passed, and, the, and they sent me a kind of an assignment, really, just to see, uh, you know, my knowledge of the game. And, and then, you know, because coaching is just not knowing the X's and O's. There's the computer side of it, running the computer, and, uh, you know, how to, how to, you know, run, you know, break down film and, and, and draw it up into these drawings. And so, uh, shoot, it took me eight to 10 hours and I turned it in. And, and then the next day they called me and offered me the job and I didn't hesitate. I said, yes, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd love, I'd love the opportunity. So, uh, they flew me out three days later and, and we were out there shoot for about two, two months before this, this, uh, coronavirus hit. And, and, uh, you know, so now yeah, I was able to get out in time and, and flew back to, to Montana with my wife and kids. And, and so we're here now. We'll get more into the, this position you got in the NFL, but you mentioned volunteering for Butte High this last year. I mean, that's that's where you went to high school. You grew up in Butte. But they had a spectacular season this year, going all the way to the state championship game. That must have been cool for you. I mean, what was it like being back in your hometown and, and coaching a team that you once played for? Sure, yeah. You know, it's uh, like I said, I mean, I, I, went, I went to school to be a teacher and a high school coach, and, and so – you know, I was, I, I was always kind of thinking maybe I should get into coaching. And, and so I asked Aaron if he cared if I'd start to come to practice. And, and then I just loved it. I can't I believe he let you Ranch come. Uh, <laughs> that was super, surprising to me. It's not. Get out of here. <laughs> well, you know, you know me, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. And, and uh, you know, felt like I needed to, to kind of ask before I just showed up and started bossing people around. But. Uh, you know, I, like I, like I was saying, I, I never, I never played at Naranchi Stadium. Uh, you know, all the all the legends here in Butte always talked about it. We we practice up there and, and played. Uh, you know, without the bleachers, we had the grass hills. You know, for freshman, sophomore, JV games, and uh, you know, so that was so cool being being a part of that. Where you know these seniors that we had were, were a special group of kids, and um, you know, it's was, it was fun. It was fun to be a part of of, of that team. And, and like you said, I mean, they had they had a great year, obviously. Didn't end the way we wanted. Wish we could have that game back, but you know, give credit to Bozeman. They they dominated us, and um, you know, I, I think I, I think the yeah, I don't want to make excuses, but I, I think if we have one more game, this this it, it'd be a different ending. All right. <laughs> we'll take that. We accept that answer. Colt Anderson yeah. joining us uh, on the ESPN Roundtable, and Colt, you 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 mentioned this earlier, but you know. You said, okay, well, I went to school to, you know, maybe be a teacher, maybe coach, and that, that was something. But you played for so long. I mean, you, you played, you know, a, 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 almost a decade in the league, obviously, your time in Montana before that. And I think a lot of guys, they get done playing and maybe go, you know what, this grind, I'm I'm good. You know, like, I, I don't need to do yeah. that anymore. I'm going to take time. And certainly you did take, you took a time, you know, a year off and all that. But you said you kind of fell almost maybe back in love with it or in love with it in a new way on the sidelines there at Butte High School. Just walk us through that where you say, you know what, yeah, I'm going to, this is going to be the next step for me is going, you know, whole hog into the coaching side of this. Yeah, I mean, well, my dad was a coach. He coached me in baseball um, in high school, and then and then he was uh, on the our high school staff as a uh, corners coach. And you know, he coached at Butte High pretty much the whole time I was growing up as a kid. And uh, he was my elementary coach. And it, it, and so for me, you know, it was what I was going to do. I was just going to coach. But um, you know, I I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do when I was done playing. And and I. I I'd got I'd got some feelers out there from a couple coaches, kind of asking, um, you know, I, I, like I said earlier, you build relationships, and, and 
you know, a couple of coaches are saying, yeah, you should maybe see if you should, you should maybe jump into coaching. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of thinking about it, but, um, you know, I really wanted, to, I wasn't just going to get into it to get into it. I really wanted to, to find out if it was something I wanted to do. And I'm not comparing high school football to the NFL, but, um, just the process and, and, and the passion, um, you know, it, it ignited that fire just to, to say, Hey, I'm going to do this. And, um, you know, I was all in this year coaching on the sideline at Butte High and, and so that's kind of, that's, that's the person I've always been, you know, on the field and, and now on the sideline of the field. So. Tell us about the specific position. I mean, what was your day-to-day like, especially before things got shut down like they have? I mean, what was, just take us through your day-to-day with the Bengals. Yeah. You know, it's, it's off season now. Um, you know, so when I showed up, it was, I was learning, I was learning the players, uh, you know, who we had on the roster, um, you know, breaking down what they did last year um, from the, a scheme standpoint, uh, and, and then evaluating, um, you know, rookies that are coming in that we, we might draft or try to get free agent. And then we're trying to look at NFL free agents, guys we think we could sign from uh, other NFL teams. And, and so I, right now we're, we're meeting, we're meeting uh, via Zoom where I meet with uh, the gunners on the punt team. I meet with the corners and the safeties on the punt return team. Uh, I meet with the ones and twos on kickoff and then I meet with the returners and the wedge players on kickoff return. So, uh, you know, that's, that's what I'll be doing during the season is meeting with those guys on the, from a special team standpoint. And, and then really just evaluating, uh, you know, the opponents uh, week in and week out. You know, I, I know versatility is such a big deal in football now, which is why I think Burrow as a gunner on the punt team is ideal. I mean, he's got he's got some skills for that. You think you could talk Zach Taylor to let him go cover a couple of kicks for you? Well, yeah, my my opinion and the the first overall pick when I told when I told Zach that Joe adds value as a gunner, um, you know, really carried a lot of weight. Yeah, so. that it did. All that it did. Cole Anderson joining us to tell Nuanas on the ESPN Roundtable here. Uh, I, I want to go back to the interview process because I'm so intrigued by this. It, you know, you have these multiple sort of layers to this thing. You have a year on the phone a couple of times, and then you fly out there. You do the in-person deal. Who are you interviewing with? And what I don't, you know, you don't have to get into specifics, but are you talking football philosophy? You're talking X's and O's. You talking, you, you know, like what? What's the? What is it that they're trying to figure out from you as they, you know, decide whether to bring you on or not? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I've never been on that side of it, but you know, I, I think they just want to get get a feel for what kind of person you are. You know, are, are you are you guy we can count on? They they say, hey, we want to look them in the eye and see see if you know what's ticking inside of them. Uh, you know, but then they want to know, yeah, how much how much football you know? What what have you learned in the past, and uh, how can you add value to our team as as this position coach, so to speak? And and then so talk about the, uh, the person. Uh, I, I mainly talked to the head special teams coach. And then when I did fly out there, I met with Zach, the, the head coach. And, um, you know, he sat in on our meetings. We watched film and, uh, and, and then, yeah, just really is, is those guys' decision. And, and, uh, I think that's typically how it works is it's the head coach and the head special teams coach that are essentially hiring that, that position. Yeah, you've been in the league a long time. You've seen, uh, you know, a lot of teams don't want to stuff in the league. Was it intimidating though? Was there a certain level of nervousness? That, okay, now for a job, I got to break down film to a head coach and a, and a special teams coordinator to prove basically what I've absorbed over my career. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Shoot, I was probably I was probably more nervous for those damn interviews than I was covering a kick uh, on, a, on the AFC Championship. You know, it's it's pretty funny, but. 
you know what you know, and I, I really didn't know much about, uh, you know, the interview process, so I was a little nervous, but I guarantee I would, I, I'd be a little less nervous if I had to do it all over again. But, but at the end of the day, ner- nerves, are, nerves are kind of what makes your heart beat. Being in Cincinnati, it's an interesting situation with a, a pretty new coaching staff and, and a franchise that's definitely in a point of transition after being led by Marvin Lewis for so many years. And now with, with the number one pick and Joe Burrow coming to town, I, I mean, what's, the, what's the culture that Coach Taylor's trying to build there? And, and what's it like kind of just being a part of something like that where it is kind of a rebuilding team, least wins in the league last year, but a lot of upside, a lot of potential to, to rebuild it and make it really great? Yeah, there's a, there's definitely a lot of excitement in, in Cincinnati, the state. Really, uh, you know, if you're a Bengals fan, there's a lot of excitement. So uh, ha- having Joe, you know, getting Joe first overall, he's a high character guy. I think six six out of the seven or seven out of the seven draft picks we got this year were were captains of their college team, which speaks volumes to the to the type of people we want in, in our locker room and uh, representing the, the the Cincinnati Bengals and. Um, you know, I I just I actually just got off a, a Zoom meeting with with the Gray Falls High Bison, and and you know that's what I just preach to these guys. You know, this this if you want to be do something in your life, it it starts with being a good a good person, and and so that's the type of people we want. And and ultimately, you got to be a good football player too. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know if, if you're good if you're a good person, if we can rely on you, you're going to get your job done. Uh, you know, that's the type of guy we want. You know, it's interesting right now. I feel like there's sort of a, a, a bifurcation in the NFL when it comes to coaching where there's a bunch of the, the guys who've been there forever, the Andy Reeds, the Belichicks, the Tomlins, and so on. And then there's then elsewhere a shift to this young sort of new uh, you know philosophy, maybe cutting edge in some of the schematic stuff, but also just sort of the youth movement, I guess, if you will, at the coaching level. Certainly Zach Taylor fits that bill, as do you. But is that something that – is exciting to you to be a part of of that in Cincinnati in in that respect, and do you see that in the NFL as well? Like, what what is the the reason for that uh, that we see it? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited to be a part of uh, the Bengals franchise. I mean, we we're on the up. I mean, we we had the number one pick overall, so that says something, you know. Uh, you know, so there's a there's a lot of good energy. I'm definitely excited to to work under Zach and, and learn from him and. And learn from the, the other coaches on our staff. You know, we have a lot of guys that have been around. We got a lot of young guys. So it's a good mesh, good mesh of guys. And um, you know, inside, you know, overall, I'm just really excited to to be there. What, how, what, how do you like in Cincinnati? I know you're back in Montana right now, but I mean, what do you think of just the city of Cincinnati? So far, so good. It, it's it's kind of got a little blue collar feel to it. Uh, maybe like Pittsburgh or uh, even Buffalo when I was in Buffalo, but. Uh, it, it's it's cool. It's, it, I, when I when I first um, thought of Cincy, I guess I was thinking of Indianapolis because they're so close. Because when we play preseason, we just bust there, and I, I assumed it was just going to be flat like Indy. But there's more hills and uh, you know, big river, the Ohio, Ohio River, I believe, flows right through there. So um, it's a lot prettier than I, I had anticipated. And and obviously the people there are great. Um, you know, hard workers, blue collar um, type type of people, and I, I'm into that. Now I hear that there's like some real deal steakhouses in Cincy. Have you? Did you get out? Did you get a chance to sample the goods on the food front in the in the city while you were there for a brief moment? Well, I, I have not. So you you better text me a few okay. of those spots. So 
I'll, I'll check them out for sure. I'm going to hit you up. I, there's this thing called Google, and I'm great at it, and I'm going to find all, all the things for you, and we're going to get you sorted out so that you got to be, you got to eat right, okay? That's that's a huge key oh, to being a good coach in the NFL, I hear. It's to tell Nuan as well. I'm not going to lie. I, Go ahead. I have a hard time uh, ordering steaks outside of Montana. I, no I, doubt, I man. I honestly do. I don't order this. You know, so we're, we get spoiled up here. Yeah, well, absolutely we do. We know exactly where it comes from, too, which is one of the best parts about it. <laughs> yeah. Have you uh, have you talked to, to Tim Houck uh, since you, you've made this transition? Because right before you jumped on with us, we were talking kind of about the parallels of that, too. I mean, he coached you in college. You guys have such parallel careers just in the way that, you know, you made it with the Grizz as walk-ons that turned into All-Americans and then guys that cut their teeth on special teams and turned it into a career in the NFL – and now he's a special teams coach in the league again, and, and you're going to be uh, working with special teams as well. Have you talked to Coach Alkin, and, and uh, has he given you advice through this process? Yeah, no, he's been he's been very instrumental in, in you know this whole process. And, and there's a lot of coaches that'll talk you out of you know coaching, and uh, you know he was a guy that said this is the best job there is, and he loves it. And so um, I've relied on him you know, as, as a resource, as a player, and now as a coach. And, yeah, we've talked all the time. I believe he's up here in Montana now. And, um, no, I, I mean, our, our stories are so crazy, just just uh, so similar. Um, he, you know, walk-on safety, NFL, uh, now coaching. So it is funny, and it's uh, it was good. We, we were able to catch up at the Combine, and and um, we had a few laughs and, and a little fun. But, God, he, he's such a great guy, and I've learned a lot from him as a, as a person, as a player, and, and, and now as a coach. So I'm lucky to have him. Colt Anderson joining us at the ESPN Roundtable here in Tutel and Nuanas. And, uh, Colt, the NFL schedule is coming out tomorrow and, and setting aside what is still, you know, obviously some unknowns and stuff like that. But I do believe, not having seen the schedule, that you'll be playing the Ravens twice this forthcoming season. Uh, also, <laughs> the Steelers as well. Have you thought – I mean, the NFC uh, – excuse me, the AFC North is such a – such a great division, man. Like it's an awesome, it's an awesome group of teams with some real rivalries and real physical play and all that. That I, as a fan, love watching. Have you thought about like just being a part of that whole thing and what that'll be like? Oh, for sure. I mean, they they have the reputation. Is it the black and blue nickname uh, they got? What what is it, guys? You, you know it. Yeah, the black the black and blue division or something like that, right? Right. Isn't that the division, right? yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, with, with the with the uh, the Ravens and the, and the Steelers and us and, and the Browns. I mean, you know, the, the Browns are on the map now again, and you know, ho- hopefully we can we can uh, make that jump and get into that get into that picture again. And um, you know, the, like like you guys are saying that the Bengals had a, had a little nice little run there of making the playoffs, and we hope to to get back to that. Bringing it back to the Montana angle of this, I got a couple questions for you. Not about the NFL, you know. I, I, speaking of your time when you're coaching Butte High, we got to ask you. You, know, you and I have texted back and forth about this, but I want the people to hear too. Give us the scout on on Tommy Malak because I think he's a guy that I think a lot of people around the state of Montana are intrigued by. Uh, it was a real battle in recruiting between Montana, Montana State to get him and the Cats, and ultimately won out. But you know, Gatorade Player of the Year, phenomenal athlete. And the leader of the Bulldogs on the way to that state title run. So, uh, what's what's the scout on Tommy Malott? Well, he's a stud. He's a stud, straight up stud. Um, you know, you talk about a a, a quarterback. You, you talk about the qualities you're looking for a quarterback, and he has all that. He's, he's a leader, uh, hard worker. Um, you know, he brings it all every day. That's all you can ask for. And and you know, I was definitely 
a little sad when he didn't sign with the Grizz. I, I was I was putting a little heat on him too, but at the same time, I bet uh, you were. You know, I, I, <laughs> I know Bobby probably wanted you to be uh, put no. a little heat on him too. Well, you know, Tommy's a lot smarter than me. And, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. He, geez, I mean, he, the kid had a thirty-three or something four on his ACTs. He, I mean, I'm just telling you, he he reminded me. I, I you know, he's not as as big or tall as Andrew Luck, but just the qualities, uh, his leadership qualities, his, his work ethic reminded me of, of Andrew Luck a little bit. Um, you know, and, and I, I mean, he just. Anything you ask, he does it. We we were able to steal him on, on third down on a defense a little bit. He'd come over. I think he had like four or five picks during the season and maybe played 30 plays. I mean, the, the kid's a stud. He's just a football player, and uh, Montana State's lucky to have him. I, I hope they give him an opportunity to play quarterback. Uh, so, But, I mean, he's just a stud. He, he, he works extremely hard. And, uh, so, yeah. He's a stud. I was going to ask you that though. You 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 would pref- you think he uh, would be a good quarterback as opposed to something else? I mean, you're obviously on the defensive side of the ball, and he was he was great over there for you in limited time. But you think that a shot at the quarterback spot would be good for him? Yeah, I, I believe he could start from Montana State. Yes, as a quarterback. It'll be interesting to see because he, did he, I answer I, your question? Uh, yeah, that does answer my question. <laughs> and I heard a little, I heard a little chuckle, which I won't ask you about at the end of that too. So I, I get you. I hear you. <laughs> There's plenty of opportunity to play quarterback at Montana State. Let's uh, let's just leave it at that. Um, last last question on the Montana front. Then, um, just as a Grizz alum, you know, a guy that played for Bobby Houck and now Bobby Houck's back. I mean, we had you on the show when Coach Houck was first hired back, but you know, he's trumpeted the return to dominance and year one a little bit of a rocky road but year two they really put it together and got to the national quarterfinals and it seems like the program's rolling right along so what are just your impressions of Grizz football right now no I mean I'm, I'm a fan I mean I it's, you and I definitely had that talk and I uh, was fired up to, to see him come back he, he just brings that different culture different vibe different energy to to our program and and uh, he gets guys to play extremely hard, probably uh, above and beyond what they're capable of, w- which I was one of those players and, and uh, excited to have him back. And, um, you know, we got, we, 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 we got to get that big sky conference championship and the, and the uh, divide war uh, brawl, of the wild trophy back on our side and, and, uh, and then just keep rolling in the playoffs and, and, and get to that natty. I believe he will. Well, Colt, we certainly appreciate you being with us and uh, and spending the time here. Thanks very much for doing it, and uh, really best of luck. Can't wait to see, uh, hopefully, first of all, football, and then second of all, uh, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and you on that staff uh, getting it done. We appreciate it, and then uh, look forward to the season to come, all right? Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.